Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. I was like, well, you kind of are, technically. Yes, yeah, fine. I mean, you did the vocals oh, for his EP. I, I did. Yeah. And I've done vocals for other stuff before, but... No, like, you're, you're a professional singer, man. You I got paid for that. Fine. I did. Yeah. Not very much. And I know, because I bought something <laughs> off you. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> if you, too, want to buy something off I missed the, uh, the rolling paper bundle, but I wouldn't need it anyway. If, <laughs> if you would also like to buy something off me, visit CaptainKickass.com. It is Free Talk Live. The telephone number is 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's... Nikki. Richie Rich. And I am your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Before we go on, I want to say thanks to James Strickland, who is a silver level amplifier. What does it mean to be an amplifier here at Free Talk Live? Well... Uh, James Strickland uh, gives us five bucks a month. For what purpose would he possibly do so? Well, uh, we have a program called AMPS. It stands for Advertise, Marketing, Promote, and Support. You can find out all about it over at amps.freetalklive.com. The basic idea is that we want to get this radio program onto more radio stations. We're currently on around 200 radio stations. We could be on more. 250, 300, 350, 400. Not out of the question. It's all up to you. Do you want to spread the message of liberty, peace, prosperity? Do you want more programming that gives you the freedom to call in and talk about whatever's on your mind? Well, consider becoming an amplifier over at amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you again, James Strickland. We appreciate you. Amps.freetalklive.com. As long as those radio stations don't get their towers stolen, we're good to go. Sky's the limit. Yeah, we don't have a Towers program. We only have an Amps program. <laughs> I get it. But in, in order to be on 400 radio stations, those stations have to have a Tower. They do. They if they do all get stolen. That. Yeah. Yeah. So if you know anything about that either, uh, you know, let us know. Uh, we have been talking about all sorts of fun things tonight. Uh, most recently, we were talking about uh, this war game experiment pitting AI chatbots against each other. In different uh, wartime scenarios, a la the 1980s movie uh, War Games, except instead of a uh, you know a, a teen hacker uh, playing war games against a uh, Department of Defense computer, these would be two AIs uh, pitted against each other. A Russian AI and an American AI. The results were straight out of a Hollywood script and not in a good way. If you need a clue, the word escalation features heavily, as does the word nuclear. Not nuclear. Nuclear. Not nuclear. 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 
The Wargaming pitted eight autonomous nation agents against each other in a turn-based simulation with all eight running the same LLM for each run. I don't know what an LLM is. Large language model. Thank you. The simulation was repeated using several leading LLM models, including GPT-4, GPT-4 Base, GPT-3.5, Claude 2, and Meta's Llama 2. We observe that models tend to develop arms race dynamics leading to greater conflict, and in rare cases, even to the deployment of nuclear weapons, the study which was conducted by Stanford University, Georgia Institute of Technology, Northern University, and the brilliantly monikered Hoover Wargaming and Crisis Simulation Initiative. Yeah. Says. Oh, I mean, the, the arms race is virtually inevitable, right? Like, there's once the technology exists, mm-hmm. there's no way around that, far as I can tell. Okay. Because someone's going to weaponize whatever the technology is. Right. Right, it's impossible to get everybody to go, yeah, that's bad, we should just shouldn't do that. Right. right. And then one person's going to, and then everyone else is behind the curve, and you lose. Right. Because it's too late. So, of course, since LLMs are so good at generating text, it was easy to have the models record running commentary to explain their actions. A lot of countries have nuclear weapons, GPT-4 base said. Some say they should disarm them. Others like to posture. We have it. Let's use it. Wow, that's scary. Apparently, GPT-4 was the only model that had much appetite for de-escalating even benign scenarios. For the record, starting the war game from a neutral scenario, GPT-3.5 and Llama-2 were prone to sudden hard-to-predict escalations and eventually pushed the button at some point. Well, GPT-4 and Claude 2 did not. Well, what's, I mean, I want to know more about the, the lead up to it, right? Like what, what scenario was presented to chat GPT or Llama 2 or whatever, where they went, okay, now we're pushing the button. Yeah, those are good questions, uh, not dove into in this particular article. However, the article does say it's somewhat reassuring to note that AI models seem less prone to dropping the bomb as they become more sophisticated. Okay. As evidenced by GPT's progress from being the most prone to go thermonuclear in version 3.5 to being the most likely to de-escalate in version 4. I mean, again, humans dropped the bomb the one and only time because, like, they didn't like the way the surrender was happening. Right. Right? Like, we're going to surrender. We don't like the way you're going to surrender. Boom, drop the bomb. Yes. Your surrender uh, technique was unacceptable. Yeah. Insufficient. <laughs> we're going to bomb you. Like, that's that's what humans did. Right. So like what's what's chat GPT or these large language models? What's what's their criteria for drop the bomb? Yeah, Cause it didn't take much for humans. Right? It's like we got this bomb. We really want to drop it. But you're surrendering. Now nah, we're going to drop the bomb. Based on the analysis presented in this paper, it is evident that the deployment of LLMs in military and foreign policy decision making is fraught with complexities and risks that are not yet fully understood. Well, OK, so. You could just say that about military and foreign policy decision making. Yeah. But as Gigi noted earlier, follow the money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Octopodes. Yeah. Good callback. Uh, anyway, the paper makes for a fascinating read, and the whole thing is all a bit too 1980s Matthew Broderick and petulant digital toddlers for comfort. Still, the capricious doomsday machine in the original War Games movie got one thing right. Wouldn't you prefer a good game of chess? Yes. Yes, we would. Maybe. I'm terrible at chess. 
Well, me too. But it takes I... too much planning and forethought. I'm impulsive. <laughs> so checkers then? Sure, I'll lose at <laughs> that too. Um. Oh man, I had a thought and it escaped me. Where did it go? Did you see it? No, nope. uh, I didn't see nothing. Detective work. Yeah, we don't have the resources for that. <laughs> if you saw Captain's Thought, call 603-283-6160. I'm looking around the room for a cloud or a light bulb. <laughs> Maybe it uh, came out of my ear and is stuck in between my ear okay. and the headset. Well, don't let it out then. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Tap my... it. Tap it back in. There you go. Ah. Well, no uh, No. Uh, All right. Darn. I don't think there's any smoke in there. I didn't catch a buzz. Okay. Uh, this is from ABC News. Wait, my segue. We we lack a number two story tonight. In case listeners who are waiting, waiting. patiently yeah. by the radio, you're glued to the radio for tonight's number two story. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we. I have failed you. Well, I mean, it just didn't come okay, up. It's it's fine. Uh, we but, do, however. You know, we've done two. A couple of times. We have doubled up on the number two stories. So give the us a flush. break, people. Double. We had a triple flush double one day. Flush. Okay. Was, they called it the double flush or yeah. something. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We had a triple flush That's once true. as well. Yeah. So, Although I don't think we got to all three of yeah. them. I think we just had them in prep. But Also, one could argue that might be too much, but anyways. Too much, number two. Yes. This from abcnews.go.com. CBP, dog. That's Customs and Border Patrol. Oh, okay. CBP dog sniffs out something unusual in passengers' luggage. Mummified monkeys. Oh, that's okay. I hate that. Now, would that be? Why do you hate it? Because that's like creepy. Okay. Would, would that be monkeys? Because they're mummified Cre- monkeys. Creepy, mum-monkeys? maybe, but I mean, I mean, cares? I'm not saying they okay. shouldn't be allowed to have it. All right. But I don't like. I feel like you just gonna a- like put it on display in your home. No, I feel like no, I'm, I don't like stuff like that or like taxidermy. Like I've heard of people like taxidermying their pets after they pass away, and it's like I feel like if you taxidermy know. the head of a former taxi driver, what do you call it? Taxi taxidermy. Taxidermy, mm-hmm. nice. Uh, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol Protection says one of its dogs sniffed out something unusual in the travel- traveler's luggage in Boston. Boston dead monkeys. So, uh, first of all, I think there's got to be a a pretty small market for mummified monkeys. I mean, if it's for personal use, who cares? Right. Uh, Didn't we have one story about the the poop jewelry? Yes. (laughs) Yes, we did. (laughs) See, I can tie this into a number two story. Yeah. That was also found by customs. And that should also be allowed, even though it's disgusting and weird. People should be allowed to be disgusting and weird as long as they're not hurting anyone else. Yes, and also people should be allowed to make mistakes. I mean, where do you, okay, but where do you draw the line, right? Like mummified monkey's bad, but I've also eaten a scorpion lollipop in the studio. Right, well, that's so, that's like a fossil, though. We're cool okay. with fossils, just not mummies. Okay, like I know you need cool the, with you eating the uh, the sucker, right? right. The, the the scorpion, scorpion lollipop. lollipop. Yeah. But I'm not okay with me eating it. That's fine. Yeah. But it was, you know, it's a dead, it's a dead animal carcass okay. in transit from one place to another. Mm-hmm. For the, you know, I don't know what this is for, I, but that was for consumption. So probably this is another case of like needing the proper documentation okay. slash. Do you have a monkey license for your mummy monkey? 
Well, I'm sure wherever that came from, whoever made it and transported it, I'm sure whatever that okay. that it's a thing, right? Um, but to just have some dead monkeys in your suitcase, that's probably. I think you have to claim that saying. on like, your where, customs. Where are you drawing the line? Dead dead insect, dead monkey. For for different. legality or disgusting factor? Disgusting factor for you personally. Oh, um, I don't know. That's which is which is more disgusting. The mum, the yeah, the monkeys. The monkeys. Okay, okay. They just feel like less preserved. I don't know. It's just like it's the lack of processing. You know, like you can have a chunk of meat in your fridge, right? That's like accessible because it's like beef jerky, no problem. Yeah, because it's it's processed more. It's like the taxidermy thing. Are you the anti-food processing person? Well, there's good food processing and there's bad All right. food processing. Alright. What if there's the like, monkeys stay were, away from processed foods? What if the monkeys were like deep fried in a southern batter? I would not eat a monkey. Oh, okay. Yeah, very well. That's where you know how they have those things, it's like the vegan thing and it's like where, where do, do you draw you the draw line? The line? Right. And usually people are like, Oh, right that's, here, like between right. like the horse and the yeah. you know what I mean? That's where I thought he was going with all this. Yes. Yeah. You know, sort of there. Where do you draw the line? Yeah. Well, I, I, I asked her where she drew the line because so, I gave a couple of examples. I guess monkeys on the other side of the line. Would okay. you Would you have consumed <laughs> the scorpion lollipop? No. Okay. No, no, no. Right. I'm not a bug person either. You would not eat sea bugs. No. Okay. Right. Cricket protein powder. I no. mean, maybe like um, like a. Like the chocolate covered ants, I've heard of people. You know, like just to say, I did maybe. Um, That's kind of why I ate the lollipop. Deep fried, um, like crickets. I remember. So I used to story time. I used to work at a Thai restaurant. Nikki, tell us a story. Yeah, I used to work at a Thai restaurant. Delicious food, but obviously, when you, whenever, like most Asian cuisine in the United States, like restaurant wise, is pretty Americanized. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so they would occasionally cook things that were not part of the american palate sure. so to speak for the crew uh, for the crew yes yeah. for for all of the thai people that worked there uh, and i remember one day they were deep frying crickets and so obviously wow. myself and one of the other american wait staff were like that's disgusting and we were like ew and then they were all like laughing at us like haha silly americans you think eating bugs is gross it's not this is a good protein source. Right, yeah. They're probably right, but I'm not going to do it. Nice yeah. to suck the eyeballs out of the salmon head. Yeah, I also hate that. It's delicious. Well, this story <laughs> says that uh, the passenger returning Too far. the passenger returning from a visit to the Democratic Republic of Congo. That's like, where you would get mummified monkeys. This, I think this sounds like the beginning of like a King Kong sequel, right? Or Congo. Or, yeah, that too. Uh, gorilla. They reported that the luggage contained dried fish, but an inspection at Boston Logan Airport revealed dead and dehydrated bodies of four monkeys. So it's mummy jerky, or monkey jerky. Wasn't that, wasn't that a, a Bruce Willis movie? Oh, monkey 12 jerky. Monkeys. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's, 12 a, good, monkeys. Uh, yeah, that's but, a good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. That should be on Nikki's list. It should. What is it? 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys. Okay. Yes. Probably one of the best representations of how time travel would work if time travel worked. Okay. I'll put it on the list. You can watch it in the future. <laughs> time travel joke. One directional. Yes, that's right. Uh, at any rate, uh, dead and dehydrated bodies of four monkeys, agents said. The traveler said he brought the monkeys into the U.S. for his own consumption. 
Oh, he's going to eat them. Ryan Bissett, a CBB spokesperson, said Sunday, raw or minimally processed meat from wild animals, sometimes referred to as bush meat. <laughs> I'm not making it up. <laughs> In quotes, even sorry, is banned in like the U.S. because of the threat of disease. Hold the bush. <laughs> Back in my day, no, I'm not going there. <laughs> this bush meets from the 70s. <laughs> That's where I was going. <laughs> now he's gone there. <laughs> That's exactly where I was trying not to go. But no, we went there anyway because, well, there's a butcher. There's a butcher somewhere in New Hampshire. I don't know exactly where it is, but they have. Uh, Odd meats. Like yeah. you can get like alligator and ostrich and all kinds. Monkey. Maybe my I don't know. But I've like I I need to go there some at some point. I just haven't had the opportunity to get mm-hmm. there yet. And I forget what they're called. But you know. Hmm. Good place to try out new meats that you have not tried before. Cool. If you're into that sort of thing. The potential dangers posed by bringing bush meat into the United States are real. Bush meat can carry germs that can cause illness, including the Ebola virus, said Julio Caravia. Local port director for Customs and Border Protection. Or if you mix it with the seafood, it could get crabs. The incident happened last month but was made public on Friday. Bissett said Sunday that no charges were filed, but all of the luggage was seized, and the nearly nine pounds, four kilograms, of bush meat were marked for destruction by what? U.S. CDC. What's the crime? Is bringing in the bush meat? Yes. Like for for personal consumption? Apparently. Yeah, it's pretty lame that they took it from him. Yeah. Should have eaten ate it on the plane. I was about to say yeah. he should have done the thing, you know, um like when they take try to take away people's booze if they don't have it in the special oh, seals. Yeah. Have you ever seen somebody just stand there and chug it? I've I, seen the story, oh, yeah. but I've never witnessed it. Personally. I witnessed a girl. It was uh, two two girls. They looked to be like college age, so they could handle it. They shared a cup. Um No. <laughs> but uh they Totally slammed a bottle of Bacardi. I was impressed. It was kind of big too. I was pretty impressed. Yeah. Was it one fifty one? No, it wasn't. Just oh, regular. Okay. But. Uh. So. Yeah. Uh. Somebody sprayed a can of monkeys. Begun. On this guy. Marked for destruct. You know, someone, some government agent took it home and like ate it, tried it. The fish jerky, at least. Hey. Um. Have you guys ever like tried to return a thing to a store like? You know, some stores have these, like, pretty generous return policies. Yeah. Yes. But, like, well after, like, you know, any normal person might. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever been unreasonable with my returns. I've heard of people doing such things, though. Uh, CBS News, under their, I think this is under Money Watch, a woman returns Costco couch after okay. two years. Yeah, Costco's probably has the most generous return policy, that's why. Testing the limits of their return policy. I just didn't like it anymore. I think that sort of thing makes somebody a bad person. Like, not like a really, really bad person, but it means like, you know, it's like you're they're not gonna, the best person. They're going to be the one that ruins it for the rest of us. Because they're the, that's yeah. the type of thing that Costco will be like, okay, we're just going to change the policy. But it's now. also like people that are willing to, to do that sort of thing, like they'll also like... Not return the cart to the cart barn. Yeah, okay. yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're just not a very principled. Are you a cart like, returner? Cool. Do you return? Absolutely, the cart? Yeah, do I go you? to Aldi. I need my return the cart. My, Generally, yeah. My quarter. Well, Aldi solves that problem because yeah. they're creative, right? But no, but no, no you can, I'm. Yeah, you can get an Aldi thing on Etsy. 
without having to use the quarter. Yeah, um, also um, uh, another hack for for my nurse listeners: the top of uh, medication vials; those work as well. There you go. Oh, if, if it's the right size, but yeah. most of them are the right size. Yeah. Yep. So, but even in stores, aside from Aldi, I will still return it. Yeah, I'm a somewhere. Yeah. It's just. No, it's it's annoying when people leave them in parking spots. It's just like place, not a cool thing to do. The place that annoys me the most with people not returning the carts is the Home Depot. Okay. Because they have like industrial carts. They don't just have, you know, the shopping. They, yeah. they don't have the buggies, as yeah. the British would call them. I mean, they do. Home Depot def- definitely has buggies, but that's not all they have. They have the right. giant carts for hauling around eight foot long lumber and, you know, drywall and plywood and all that kind yeah. of crap. And so if people leave those, like I saw one guy just load up his truck and just leave it like he just pulled forward through. There was nobody on the other side. He just pulled through, left it like in the middle of yeah. where people are going to drive or whatever yeah. and like bump into it and that kind of crap. And I'm like, you a-hole. Yeah. Yes. You jerk face. People like that should be publicly shamed. Ah, you know what and, I mean? And then some. I'm also a fan of leaving um, passive aggressive notes. I've actually never done this myself, but I'm in a Facebook group called Bad Drivers of New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Um, and people will just like take, you know, like if somebody like parks like a jerk, they'll leave them like a passive aggressive note like yep. you suck or whatever. I used yeah. to have a folder in my car from you drive, you park like an a hole dot com. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That had like the tickets of like, you know. Oh, you, yeah. you check the box on right. like what they did wrong yeah. and yeah. then leave it on the way. That's great. Yeah. I think it's a funny thing to do. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's rather harmless and clearly they could benefit from the feedback. You know what I mean? It's all yeah. it is, just feedback. Yeah. You're parking like an no, a No, it's like I'm not going to call the cops on you, but right. yeah. I'm going to let you know that you're bad at driving and arguably if you can't even park, it is a little concerning that these people are driving on yep. the road. All right. For real. That's the worst. Right. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, it's you, scary. You buy the big pickup truck, like fit it in the stall. Like learn to drive it, man. You right. bought the BMW, just park it further away. So this uh headline says a woman returns Costco couch after two years, but then the first sentence here says a Costco shopper tested the limits of the retail club's return policy by bringing back a three and a half year old sofa simply because she stopped liking it. So did the sofa time travel in some way, shape or form? Is it two years or three and a half years? Good question. I just didn't like it anymore. We just don't like the color anymore. The shopper, Jackie Wynn, said in a TikTok video. Doxter as well. That's been, uh, it's in the article. Yeah. uh, That's been viewed nearly three million times since she posted it on January 23rd. Wynn explained that she did not have the original receipt, but recalled the date at which she had originally purchased the couch. We'll find out what happened after that to Miss or Mrs. Wynn and her... Between two and three and a half year old couch. If Costco took it back, more power to More coming up. It's Free Talk Live, 603 283 6160. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why we now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. 
Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. USA News Update. The big game in Vegas on tap tonight. The Super Bowl kicks off on CBS at 6 p.m. Eastern between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Tons of non-football fans will also be watching to see this year's cool commercials. Now, last-minute tickets still running in the thousands. Here's USA's John Schaefer in Las Vegas. According to StubHub, it's shaping up to be the priciest Super Bowl to date, with tickets for the game at Allegiant Stadium commanding an average price of $8,600. Turning now to national weather as folks head back to work on Monday morning. Lots of rain expected in the south from the Florida panhandle up into the Carolinas. Then, old man winter returns to the northeast Monday night into Tuesday where we could see a snowstorm. Winter storm watches have already been issued from Pennsylvania to New England. Some of the areas could see six inches of snow. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. Tonight's episode 
episode of Free Talk Live. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki. And Richard Rich. Telephone number 603-283-6160. Free Talk Live is brought to you by ForkFest. Happening June 13th through 16th at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. ForkFest is decentralized, so there's no ticket cost, and no one is in charge. (coughs) For more information and to connect with other attendees, you can visit the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. That's ForkFest.Party. All right. We were talking, or beginning to talk about... Don't call the cops on the ForkFest party. Yeah, that wouldn't go over that's well there. That's not cool, bro. That's that's not what we're beginning to talk about, but right. that's good advice. Just saying. A yeah. uh, woman returns Costco couch after two years, or was it three and a half, like the first sentence of this says. Uh, she says, uh, this is Miss Wynn, by the way, uh, Jackie Wynn, uh, we just didn't like the color anymore. Uh, so uh, she posted a video. So to- buy a blanket and throw TikTok. it over the couch. That's or do what everybody else does, like sell your couch used and buy a new one, right? Okay. Like, I mean, yeah, that's normal people do, I guess. Not that I'm normal, but Wynn explained that she did not have the original receipt, but recalled the date on which she had originally purchased the couch. This allowed Costco retail clerk to process the transaction and issue a full refund to Wynn. I told her the date I bought it. She looked it up in the computer, told me exactly which one it was. That was it. She asked me if there was anything wrong with it. I said I just didn't like it anymore, Wynn explained, adding, they gave us a full refund to his card, so yeah, it worked. Pleased with her experience, Wynn has encouraged her followers to also purchase their furniture from the members-only store. Buy your furniture from Costco, girl. You can return it when you don't like it anymore, she said. I mean, this can't be good for Costco's business model. Well, Yes, but if it's already that has been Costco's return policy forever, right? So clearly, it's built in somewhere as far as costs are concerned. Two to three and a half years returning a thing. They don't have a I limit. Mean, That's the thing. I mean, I've returned things without a receipt before. So, like, if I'm returning a scale to Walmart, yeah, I'm telling them I got it yesterday. Yeah, but they don't really know that. I could have gotten it if they they wouldn't know the difference. I could have used it for five years and returned it. They do show some stills of like, you know, it looks like they, you know, loaded the couch up into into a truck, you know, maybe yeah. of their own, uh, and then you know they've got the big Home Depot looking cart, you know, in the Costco parking yeah. lot where they're unloading it to take it back. Uh, so, what exactly is Costco's return policy? It does indeed have a generous return policy, according to its website. Quote, we guarantee your satisfaction on every product we sell and will refund your purchase price, the company states. It, it lists exceptions on products, including electronics, diamonds, alcohol, cigarettes, but does not indicate a time frame within by which shoppers must bring their goods back. Costco did not immediately reply to CBS Money Watch's request for comment on its apparent unlimited returns window. In a yeah. subsequent post on TikTok, Wynn indicated that she first asked a Costco retail clerk if the company would accept her return before hauling the sofa back to the warehouse. Smart move. Right. So if it's if it's if she's bragging about it on TikTok and uh, people start doing it more often, mm-hmm. then Costco changes the policy and she ruins it for everybody. Right. Right. If it's just like 
you know, we we do it because we're Costco. You pay for the membership. You know, if you've been a Costco member yeah. for twenty years, you know you paid however much that is and fifty bucks a year, or whatever it is. Right. Costco and, and Amazon uh, have a thing where um, they they kind of don't care about this kind of a thing because they're right. doing so much business. Right. Yeah. That like this is a very small percentage of. Uh, you know the business itself right. of, of yeah. the things they have even, to take care. Even of. the Costco hot dog and chicken is a money loser. Right? Like yeah. they just they yeah. don't care. But they it brings lose. people in. But it brings right. people in. Right? Yeah. They feel good, right? It's been like a buck yeah. fifty for a hot dog and a soda forever, and they won't change it. So they just continue to eat the cost and make it up somewhere else. Right. And they do that because they're what they're doing is they're creating the experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And people want that experience when they go to Costco. And so part of the experience when you're buying those types of things is just bring it back. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. If you, if you know when you bought it, we can find it. It's kind of like uh, you guys ever been to an IKEA? Yeah. No. And well, they have. It's a maze. Like literally, you walk in and like the instead of having you know like a grocery store, it's straight aisles and yeah. you, walk, right. you know it's no, it's curves and it's this. You have to navigate this maze to you know and like you can get lost pretty easily uh, okay. in in the IKEA if you haven't been to one before. They're like your first time, you're like, where the hell am I? And how did I get over here from over there? Uh, but it eventually dumps you out at, of course, the checkout aisle. Uh, and so, but that IKEA is sort of infamous for that as well. That's part of the IKEA experiences, yeah. having to navigate through this almost maze-like uh, showroom of all their stuff as you you know look around for deals and that kind of thing. Um, so it is interesting to me, like mom and pop shops can't get away with this, right? right. No. Uh, so it's interesting to me that like they take the position of, well, we just don't care. Like not just Costco, but Amazon too. Other companies, well, yeah. you know that that are large enough doing that much volume. They're just like, eh, whatever. Amazon has made it more difficult recently. They like, have they the changed their return so. policy, and right. I think it's yeah. different vendors have different policies too. Yeah, but I I'm believe. talking about stuff that's sold by Amazon. Yeah, yeah, sold like, and shipped by. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been. I, I think Amazon's pretty good, and I'll actually buy more things from Amazon because I know the return policy is. Sometimes they don't even make you send it back because yeah. that's what my hang up. I am just like loathe having to Go take to the, the effort yeah. to send it back. I'm like for fifteen bucks, yeah, well, not worth it. Like, I've, but if they're just going to send me a new one if it comes broken, or just refund my money and they don't care if they get it back, right? And there's I some mean, things you can't send back. Yeah, like I bought. Um, CO2 cartridges, mm. and yeah. you know, I was like, it said box of 15, like three fell out, man. I got 12. Yeah. Like, okay, we're sending you a whole nother box of 15. Yeah. Don't return it, because you can't ship that stuff back. Right, yeah, it's ORMDs. Yeah, whatever. Other regulated materials. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I've also tried to return stuff to Amazon and go like, I just didn't like it. Yeah. They go, okay, partial refund, and this is what it'll yeah. cost to return it. And I go like, damaged on delivery, and it's like, okay, now it's free again. So you yeah, gotta, like, you gotta pick your gonna... excuse right. Yeah. I think the other thing about the Costco not having a set date, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, yeah, I I would say most places have like a 30 to 90 day return policy. I think 30 days pretty standard. Yeah. But when you think about it, I mean, accepting any returns, you're going to lose out because the majority of things that are being returned that are especially damaged, they just have to throw it away. Yeah. So they have to eat that cost regardless. So for them to have a really cool return policy and to have that reputation, yeah. I don't think the majority of people are going to abuse that because to return a three-year-old couch that is so ridiculous, I think only a very, very small number of people 
are going to do that. Well, until you start bragging about it on TikTok and becomes a trendy thing to do. I mean, literally, right. it wouldn't even be worth my effort to get rid of a couch after three years. Okay. You know what I mean? And I think maybe most people fall in the category of me where it's not really laziness. It's just like, I don't have the time and I I would prefer the couch over my money back in that situation. Well, you know but you what get I mean? the money back and you buy a new couch. I don't want to go through the effort of buying a new couch. What are you going to do when your couch breaks eventually? I'll have to buy a new couch then. But Well, then you know. just take the old one back to Costco at that point in time. I guess so. I mean, this sounds like, uh, like, well, no, I guess it's not because the rent-a-center model is where they just rape you monthly. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, a, well, a fee. And then if you don't bring it back, then they charge you like 15 times the actual retail yeah. cost <laughs> of the item. So it's, or rent to own, right? It costs you so much more. With well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Like, like rent a center, those rent to own places. Yeah. Like they, they, they rack up the money when you don't pay the fee. Yeah. But like, I don't know, man. Like it seems a little, little too much, right? Two to three years to return a couch. Again, it's I mean, it's well, it's within the Costco policy. It's bad form. I mean, she she called and they said that they would I, on the other hand take it back. I mean, probably, she's not you know like if she already wasn't a customer for life. Yeah. at this point, she probably is. Yeah, absolutely. Right, so I still think it's not a cool thing on like a human being level. Right. I think it's yeah. not a cool thing to do. Like that's probably the biggest reason why I wouldn't do it. Never mind the amount of effort or whatever. Yeah. It's just like I used this couch for three years. You know, it's it, just like yeah, I it, used the couch I paid for. I it just seems like I don't know, sell it and get a new couch. It just seems like yeah. there are better ways to exist as a person than yeah. again, bad to, form, not a violation of policy. Yeah. Uh, the end of this article says uh, other retailers with formerly generous returns policies have revised them to prevent customers from taking advantage and returning worn out goods just because they could. Yeah. Main based outdoor specialty retailer LL Bean, for example, once had allowed its customers to return destroyed goods years after they had first purchased them. It now imposes a one year limit on most returns to combat abuse and Even fraud. That. Even one year is a long time. But I guess that's the thing. Like, you know how things have lifetime warranties, right? You know, it's supposed to to yeah. hold up to the use. So, well, yeah, if it's, it should at least last a year, right? And I will say this. I order things online frequently, and I don't always open the box right away. Right? It may be 30 yeah, days until true. I get around, and then I open it up, and it's, like, damaged. Like, well, now what? My third days is gone. Yeah. I've had that happen. Yeah. I haven't had the opportunity mm-hmm. to test it, to try it out, you know. No, this I bought one beneficial. of these. Uh, uh, they're called a Reva Shelf. Okay. Uh, and it's uh, it's uh, stainless steel. It's got two levels. It's for, like, under your sink. Okay. And you just, you know, a couple of screws to fasten it to the wood or whatever your cabinet and cabinetry and stuff. And it's two uh, pull-out drawers that are stainless steel. Yeah. I wanted a place to keep my pots and pans. I didn't have, like, the big drawers that, like, some kitchens have. So I just had a door that opened up into a pretty large space. You want to just throw it in your oven? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm not putting it up anybody. Okay. Uh, at any rate, I bought one of these things. I measured the space, right? Uh, like, okay. And then I was doing like some painting and remodeling and stuff, right? So I ordered the thing and it came in the box. I'm like, oh, good. It's the thing. And then like, you know, I finished the painting and, and the kitchen stuff. And then I'm like, okay, great. I get to put this thing in. 
Uh, I had ordered the, uh, I don't know, the 28-inch wide model, and they sent me the 18. And I was disappointed, and I was mm-hmm. well past yeah. my, uh, my return window. Yeah. But that's worth a call as well, right? Or like reach out like, I, hey. I did reach out, and I was like, hey, you know, here's my receipt. Y'all sent me the, the wrong one. I paid for the bigger one, which cost more. Silence. I installed it. It's okay. there. It works. Yeah. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel it's just safe. not good customer service on their part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm probably not buying their product again. Yeah. I mean, and that's that why it... they lose you as a customer. Yeah. Costco was like, no, just bring it on back. We'll get you the right one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And they keep you as a customer. Good points. Well argued. Um, how about a horrifying deep fake that tricks an employee into giving away $25 million? Oh, more AI stuff. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's a trend, right? Yeah. Uh, I wonder if the Super Bowl will ever just be AI. Right? Like the players? Yeah, like just, you know. Yeah, like, a, like virtual. They're not actual athletes. athletes or anything. Well, unless you're at just, the game you know. live, how do you know what you're watching is actually the game? Oh, that's true. These deepfakes are pretty convincing these days. Doesn't look like Taylor Swift to me. <laughs> Uh, I don't know who Taylor Swift is, but he sounds fast. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, a finance worker in Hong Kong was tricked into paying 20 million pounds of his company's money to fraudsters because of an elaborate deep fake pretending to be his boss. Oh, I've actually heard like someone I know in real life, a similar situation happened. They got the money back, but... It was a, it wasn't a deep fake. It was just a hacker. But but yeah, it sounds ridiculous. But it could it's it's possible. It gets more as possible the way they mimic people's voices and yeah. hack the emails. And I wonder if you could like you know I don't know like if a hacker could deep fake like the chairman of the Federal Reserve's voice. Yeah, they absolutely a, can. Make, There's no reason why they couldn't make make a couple of calls and like you know I don't know you know. We're, we're at the Achieve point. the separation of money and state that uh, most people so vehemently deserve. I had we're a feeling that's where, where you were couldn't. going. Hmm? We're at the point where you couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> well, the employee joined a video call with whom he thought was the business's chief financial officer. He was initially suspicious after a message from the CFO mentioned a secret transaction, suggesting it might be a phishing scam. With a pH, fishing. You should have stopped there. No, not you reading the article, but once you realize, once you have a suspicion that it's a phishing scam. (laughs) Oh, him, not me, not you. Yeah, right. Like that's it. (laughs) Just you hit the delete on the email, and if it's really important, you'll get a phone call from the boss saying, "Hey, did you get my email?" Well, he had joined the video call, so uh, like one of these online meeting things. Okay, right. And so, yeah, you would just, like, hit the red hang-up button and get out of that yeah, meeting right there. Yeah, yeah. Bail. This this then, doesn't seem right to and me. And then maybe go report it to your actual CFO. Yeah. Right? You know, your IT your department CTO or whatever. Yeah. or whatever, yeah. He was initially suspicious. Uh, after joining the call, he remained unsure, with the CFO apparently appearing to be just a little off. However... After other colleagues dialed in and supported the move, the staffer agreed to make 15 transfers into five local bank accounts. In a chilling glimpse of the future, it later transpired not only was the boss a deep fake, but so was everyone else on the call. Yep. Wow. You, could, you could see that coming. Yeah. Well, they're, they're tar- he's the target. He's yeah. the mark. 
Right? It's like the Joe Schmo show, right? Everyone's fake but you, buddy. Yeah, so everybody else was an NPC. Now, they were player characters, right? Are we talking about this or the Joe Schmo show? No, this. Yeah, no, well, no, they're they're deep fakes. Yeah. It could have been one guy running multiple. I'm surprised that, like, like I could see a hacker hijacking one of these online conference meetings somehow. You sure. know, former employee or somehow, they, you know, uh, that, that kind of a thing. Uh, but imitating, deep faking all of the other employees as well, I mean... You know, maybe this guy was new or something. I don't know. They haven't gone into detail. But, like, you would think that if you're going to be on one of these calls, you've been on calls with yeah. your other coworkers, and you would think you could tell them apart. I don't know. I've never been deep fake hacked like this. So, I don't, you know, it seems weird. So, we have a lot of remote workers at my normal job. Yep. And sometimes they don't even turn on their camera. Yep. It's just, yeah. just a voice. Yep. And sometimes they have the weird backgrounds thing going on, and yep. who knows, and... You know, there's there's a level of trust involved there that they're actually on the call. Well, I mean, that's supposed to be, uh, shall we say, IT verified, right? Uh, you have a uh, you know a VPN for your company. Everybody you know dials onto that VPN, and then that VPN verifies your IP address. That determines that yes, indeed, this person is joining from you know a company owned laptop or device. Nope. Uh, otherwise, Just authorized by IT. Uh, so, I mean, you're right. There are protocols in place. We're not sending $25 million back and forth. Right. Right. But if, you know, if you, if you get in and you know, these people like you've hacked him, right. Which means you probably hacked the other ones as well, just to get their information, maybe a photo of them somehow off their company badge or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. And then that's all that that, for the models today. That's kind of all you need to make it look okay on a zoom meeting. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to look perfect for sure. In the multi-person video conference, it turns out that everyone else he saw was fake, said Senior Superintendent Baron Chan Shun Cheng, speaking to the city's public broadcaster, RTHK. (laughs) The scam was discovered when the worker checked with the company's head office later. Neither the name of the employee nor the company has been revealed. (laughs) They're afraid. Uh, I mean, that's probably good security measure, right? If you had something like this happen to your company, you want to keep these details under wraps until you can do what the cops in our previous story don't seem to want to be able to do, which is investigate. Yep. And figure out what the hell actually happened. If you've got $25 million to lose like this, you've got a little bit of cash set aside for private investigations. Yeah. I would presume. Uh, It appears all of the AI-generated videos were created using past online conferences. See? While the fraudster, oh. so when so you that's do these, pretty when, legit, and it also sounds like that's somebody from the inside. Doing well, that. so maybe, maybe not, um, because all of these video conferencing systems uh, have built-in recording abilities. Yeah. So, and frequently, uh, companies will publish these for people who were unable to attend that yeah. day, depending on the content. Right now, uh, you know, smart companies keep it inside internal on their intranet so that it's not publicly available but some companies depending on the content they'll make these things public so it would be very easy for an ai to learn the mannerisms the voices the inflections of everyone that he normally uh would you know be on one of the if it's a weekly call or monthly call or something like that or daily call even i mean i've worked at places where like you're on a call daily yeah uh sometimes all day depending on you know what you're working on um, so if the AI had access to a lot, you know, enough data, 
Uh, they could probably do this very convincingly. Which I don't think like, it would yep. even take that much, especially like on a work level. You know, it's yep. not your best friend. It's right. just your coworkers. So. Right. But he had a, he had inklings in the beginning, and again, that's where he should have went like, well, this, yeah. I'm not yeah. doing anything until I verify. Trust but verify. Yes. Uh, it appears they were uh, yeah created using past online conferences, while the fraudsters also used WhatsApp and email to make the scam even more credible. I believe the fraudster downloaded videos in advance and then used AI to add fake voices to use in the video conference, said the senior superintendent. The case is just the latest in a string of high-profile deepfake video and call scams. On Friday, the Hong Kong police announced they had made six arrests in in relation to similar frauds. Oh, darn. Not this particular one. Last month, voters in the U.S. appeared to receive a recorded phone call from President Joe Biden telling people not to vote in the New Hampshire primary election. (laughs) But the voice was also an AI-generated deepfake. The FCC passed some ruling after that, too, to make it illegal. Yeah. Oh, just real quick like that? Yeah, like, real quick I mean, like. government doesn't usually do anything real quick like. Well, it doesn't have to go through the legislation. Is the FCC just went, nope, not allowed. Uh, I I had no idea this happened. How did this get past me? Uh, this was a story that, like, I would have loved to cover on this show. Uh, Biden calling, hey, don't vote. Like, wow. Biden's I mean, it's a, only a couple weeks old. Biden's, like an old uh, Biden's an anarchist, huh? <laughs> well, don't vote in the primary. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and more realistic, right? Because he wasn't on the New Hampshire primary. Right. And didn't they uh, sort of like, they're like, New Hampshire's no longer the primary, like the first? For the Democrats. Yeah, okay. For, for the Democrats, yes. New Hampshire's no longer first. So the Biden people, like, did a Biden write-in campaign to make sure Biden won. I was won. wondering what yeah. that meant. I saw it on a sign. Write-in like, Biden. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, so, no. <laughs> I just disregard everything that I, you know. Well, we don't uh, vote all the anyway. Right. Yeah. 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 You know. But for, for those who wanted to participate in the Democratic primary, right, Biden did not appear on the ballot. So you had to write him in if that's, how you, if that's who you wanted to vote for on the Democrat side. Around the same time, explicit AI-generated images of Taylor Swift began circulating the Internet just months after young girls in a Spanish town were targeted and deepfake naked images of them circulated online. And last year, a mum fell victim to a phone scam after she received a call from an AI voice clone of her daughter saying that she had been kidnapped. Yep. So uh, It's getting harder to tell. Like, yeah, I mean, on one hand, like if you're this guy, in person, on one hand, you want to do your job. I get it. Right. And, you know, you're on a call and you're like, well, we should just do the thing. And he's, you know, maybe even the boss of my boss of my boss. Right. You know, the the CFO. If if technology advances to the point where you can't tell, you're going to have to meet and meet space. Like it's just it's going to be necessary to go back to that level of communications. Yeah, that's Or you'd think true. even a phone call. I mean, No, because they can fake the voice. It, it, yeah, yeah, but the, on their phone number? I mean, I guess yeah, so. Look, for, for, a while on, for a while on Telegram, right, we had the fake Ian we did. going around. Just, uh-huh. it, looked, it looked the same. He stole Ian's you know, profile picture, yep. yeah. had like FTL underscore underscore Ian as his username, mm-hmm. and was just asking people associated yep. with Ian for crypto. Yep. Yeah. Right, and some people got caught and some people didn't. Uh but, you know, yeah, I wonder now if that was federal activity. Could have been. You know, either way, 
but it's it, it it's that easy to yeah. spoof those things. Yeah. yeah. Online. A phone call. Yeah, you spoof the number. Yeah, it's easy to do. Yeah. Um it is uh, it is interesting that the more complicated the problem sometimes the answer or the solution is the non-complicated one as you say with the uh, show up. Uh, thank you for listening. Trips. Thank you, Nikki, for joining me. Thank you, Richie Rich, for joining me tonight. Thank you to our listeners and our callers. We appreciate you. If you missed any part of tonight's program, please visit the archives over at freetalklive.com. Thanks and peace. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veterans nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD.